What's up, School of Sales podcast? Hey, we announced the speakers for the Sales Girl Summit happening June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. I want to make sure you get your tickets and do not miss this because, ooh, these speakers are going to bring it down, baby. So let me tell you a little bit about them really quick. We have Miss Megan Hansen. Megan Hansen is the founder of the Metabolism Makeover. Now, why does this matter? Well, first of all, who wakes up thinking that they want to make over their metabolism? Most people aren't thinking that. But Megan has made the metabolism makeover something that people desire to do and has made the metabolism something that people want to work on. A lot of us are selling the things that aren't really sexy, so to speak. We're selling, you got to do the things that people don't necessarily want to do, like wake up early, look at your finances, read, study, get rejected, get told no. Like Megan has mastered the ability to make the unsexy thing become sexy, become cool and desirable. And what's even more amazing about Megan is she teaches metabolism typically. So um, we don't typically hear a lot of her business brain, but she is one of the most impressive business brains I've ever heard. We have Miss Charla Barrett. She is the charisma queen and she's going to talk all about charisma. Now she's personally coached myself and Kat in charisma. Now I want to tell you why charisma is so important and what I've learned from Charla. Charisma is the perfect mixture of warmth and competence. If you're too warm, you can come across really not competent. You can come across maybe even a little bit ditzy. I I hate to say that word, but just a little like too soft, right? Overly competent, you come off too cold and hard to connect with. So having that perfect combination of warmth and competence, that's what makes you irresistible. Think about the word irresistible. It's too powerful to resist. Imagine walking in a room and someone experiencing you and thinking, I simply can't get enough of her, honestly, and I would pay to be in her presence. That's the power of charisma, and Charlie's going to teach us all about that. We have Miss Ashley Brock, who is the marketing queen. She is going to teach us how to really fill a room with the marketing skills combined with sales skills. So if you can fill a room, whether it's a virtual room or if it's an in-person room or a workshop, it is inevitable for you to be successful. Because sometimes it's just a numbers game to be able to get your message in front of more people, to get that exposure. Um, And Ashley has been proven to be able to do that over and over and over again. She filled an in-person conference with like 150 people in the room in like 40 days, which is insane. And then I think she had over 200 people online for that conference. So she was able to fill a room with over 500 people in a very short amount of time. And she's going to teach you all about what that looks like. We have Miss Katie Barbary. Um, Katie is really amazing because she's a service entrepreneur. She teaches Pilates. And this girl has scaled her Pilates studio from one single reformer in a closet to who knows how many reformers and like eight Pilates teachers. But here's what's even more amazing. The freedom that that Katie has is not only having people come and teach at her studio, but she has developed these teachers to do an even better job than her. If you have a team and you have people coaching for you or working under you, you can possibly worry that they don't represent you the way you desire them to represent you, right? Well, Katie has mastered this art of leading people and developing people into a representation of her that she's proud of. And that's where the freedom really comes. Lastly, we have Mr. Myron Golden. I don't have many words for him because it's Myron Golden. Just look him up on YouTube and you'll know what I mean. He is our coach. He is our mentor. When I found Myron, he changed my life just by hearing him talk about business on principles based on the Bible. But what really made me quantum leap 
was experiencing him in person because I ended up getting like a taste of his essence and I got to absorb his essence. And that essence comes from his experience. It comes from his root system, from his wisdom, from him going from the trash man to the cash man. Like that experience alone is what has made me quantum leap, truthfully. And I can't believe that he's going to be on our stage. What? At Sales Girl Summit. And I'm just honored to share him with you in this capacity. Now, what I just shared with you is just a tiny tip of the iceberg of what's going to go down at the Sales Girl Summit. So take a look at the link in the show notes. Got a little bit more detail on the content. I don't really want to give it all away. I want there to be some surprises. So there's a little more detail. And there's also a PDF. If you want your employer to try to pay for this conference, there's a PDF on that page that you're going to be able to download and send to them to hopefully get them to pay for your trip to Sales Girl Summit, baby. I can't wait to see you June 12th through the 14th in Alpharetta, Georgia. Click the link in the show notes to get your ticket and I'll see you at the top, baby. Let's go. Hello. You are on a car chat with Kat uh, where we talk as if you're in the passenger seat. And what I would tell you based on the thoughts in my head right this second um, and I'm actually in the car. I just left Macy's house. Uh, Macy is co-CEO and founder of Guide Culture, and we together uh, run Guide Culture and um, our School of Sales Master Trainers to um, over 1,100 students now. And anyway, she just had a baby, so I'm going to visit them, and we're just talking business. You know, it's what we love, and we love our students and making everything better all the time. So we're just talking, and she said, you know, I just, I never want to get to a place where we're doing the safe thing that's working, the comfortable thing that's working, um, just because it's working. How can we always make sure that we are uncomfortable and in sacrificing the potential, like, you know, everyone wants to know that something will work and that there's a guarantee and that there will be a return. And that is so understandable because you want your efforts to come back, Right. But what's really cool is when you can have productive failures, and we've had so many of those. I've shared, we've shared a lot of mistakes that we've made on this podcast. And in the season that we're in right now, it feels like we are standing on top of so many failures, and it's all worked really, really well in our favor. And that's the same for you. Like your failures do compound to just be a mountain that you stand on top of. But the way that she would just was thinking and challenging us to stay uncomfortable. And I wanted to just sit in that for a second because you hear, you know, that you hear that like, hey, discomfort, you know, is what makes you grow and all this stuff and challenging you. And it's that's what changes you. And it's easier said than done. One hundred percent you because when you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, it literally feels like you're doing the wrong thing. In the moment, it feels like you're doing the wrong thing. So I don't take for granted the fact that that advice is very hard to implement, uh, but it's very rewarding on the other side. And I want to drill down very specifically right now because something that is very common and comfortable in business is when you is the advice of like, hey, just be who you are. um, And sales will come just be who you are naturally in the right vibe, the tri- your vibe will attract your tribe and all this kind of stuff. And that is like what's comfortable and it's what comes naturally. And one of the things that I care about you too much for you to believe is that you can make the strides that you need to make being who you naturally are. I actually want to challenge you. 
I will challenge you throughout like the next few minutes to think about how can I get uncomfortable? How can I actually change myself? And specifically, where can you put pressure on yourself so that you adapt? Because the truth is to get the results that you want to get, you have to change who you are. In order to get the results you want to get, you have to change who you are. And I don't know what's coming into your head right now, but I'm willing to bet that when you think change who you are, it doesn't feel good. You don't picture me saying like, oh, become a, you know, a better speaker, become more, you know, beautiful or more whatever. You're not thinking positive things. You're like, oh, you want to like potentially take away from like what I'm doing and you don't want me to be like myself and it can feel negative. When I say change who you are, because maybe you've like middle school stuff, right? Like middle school and high school is like you've changed and it's always in this negative context. Um, but, you know, there's that saying when someone says, hey, you've changed, you can say thank you. Thank you, because changing means growing when you're in the right circles and you're with the right coaching and you're in the right um, just environment. And it reminds me a lot of like survival of the fittest, like in order to become the most resilient, the most um, powerful and strong version of yourself. If you're like a plant or something, you have to be under stress. You have to be willing to experience the elements, the discomfort so that the best parts of you are brought out and you are more resilient on the other side of it. But it's just so upsetting to know that there is advice out there that says, hey, just be more of who you are. Well, if a plant was just more of what it is, then it would die and it would not survive. Survival of the fittest does not work that way. And that is actually the world we live in. And so if you have ever been buying the lie that, like, for example, you need to be a natural salesperson. You just need to be a natural salesperson. And if you're not, well, either you don't need to be in sales, you don't need to be running a business or, um, you know, whatever, because you're just not comfortable doing those things. You're not natural at it. You don't like talking to people. Uh, you don't like posting your face on stories, like whatever it is, you might be taking that as what's natural or, Hey, guess what? If you are good at those things naturally, then you might think, Oh, I'll just do more. I'll just post more. I'll just talk more. And yet you haven't been put in the discomfort of, of changing, of trimming back what isn't working so well. And, and, and enhancing the more positive qualities in you that actually breeds the strongest, most resilient version of you. And in our specific type of work, the worst is when people call themselves either a natural salesperson or they're not. Because in both case scenarios, people assume that they don't need to change, that they just are who they are. And that could not be further from the truth. You actually can. Become whoever you want to be. And yes, you have gifts and you have talents. Um, and the best part is that those can be used for good with the right skill. But if you, I mean, you know, I was told for so much of my life that I was a naturally good salesperson. I was even told back in my early network marketing days that I was so good at marketing. And I, for, first of all, was not honestly that good at either, but I was inclined Toward it, but I was not good at either. Uh, my sales were kind of like abysmal, bare minimum. And I mean, no one else knew that but me. And it wasn't until I was willing to be in the discomfort of feedback, the discomfort of someone telling me, hey, that does not come off right. That is not believable. You are doing 
you are overstating how powerful this product is or whatever. When it was in the uncomfortable environment that caused me to change. And that was when I got sales coaching. It's when someone looked at me and said, that does not work. This is what will work. And then they tweak it and they change it. And you allow your natural abilities to come out in the right way, but you don't rely on them and you don't assume that you are the way you are because you can be whoever you want to be and you can become whoever you want to be with the right skills. And if this is something that maybe you have not challenged yourself and you have not put yourself in uncomfortable situations that create that resilience, that create that enhanced version of you, I encourage you to do it. And this is one of the reasons why School of Sales is so powerful because not only do you actually learn the content of sales training, which is great, what's even better is that you get into the discomfort of feedback environment with a coach that knows how to nourish you, they know how to tweak your language, and they know how to let you take the reins and keep trying again. You get to keep getting back up again. You get to be the plant that grows that resiliency. That is the survival of the fittest. And this works not because you sign up for the training. It doesn't work because you show up to get coached. It works when you are relentless at getting better. You're relentless at showing up for yourself when it's uncomfortable. And you are relentless at doing things that don't feel right at first and you fight through it. You will be not only a proud version of yourself, you will be an unrecognizable version to those around you. And I bet you that you will finally feel fulfilled and you will finally know like this is what I am made of and I had no idea but it feels so right and like I said the people around you are going to be like wait when did that happen because this is this is common when you decide hey I'm going to adapt I'm going to change for the better this happens uh Becca who you heard her story had a multi-million dollar coach say what are you doing? Who are you learning from? Because I see way too much strategy. I see way too much intentionality for you to just be throwing it out there, which is what most people are naturally inclined to do is just throw stuff out there. But she adapted. She changed. She got better. And she was able to apply this new skill on top of what she cares about, her passions, her her gifts. And now it's standing out to the people around her, people who are they come off more important than her, right? They're a multi-million dollar coach, but they're impressed by her, and that can be you too. You can have people looking at you saying, what are you doing differently? And that is incredibly common. And if this is something that you need, that you know that this environment would up-level you, challenge you to be better, I cannot encourage you enough to sign up for this next cohort of School of Sales. It is the 36th cohort. And can I tell you what's the best part about this? Again, it is not just that you sign up for it. And it's not just that you log in and like show up to your class when you're supposed to, but it's that you go all in. And it's so important that this is the case that your coach actually will look for you and challenge you to be your best. School sales has a 99.86% finish rate. Where most courses, they actually only have a 70% login rate. Login rate. School sales has a 99.86 finish rate. Because you showing up to the environment that you will get better because of, that is what matters most. 
and you can become an unrecognizable version of yourself when you put yourself in this environment. I hope this was helpful. I hope it encouraged you. And I cannot wait to see you in the next School of Sales cohort. I'll see you in class. And remember to always persuade for good.